Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oil. Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Hey, surprise! Welcome to Oilers Now. My name's Mark Spector filling in for Bob Stoffer. Hey, keep that music up, will you, Brandon? Come on now. Little Max Webster from the old days, folks. Welcome to Oilers Now on a Tuesday. Oilers coming off a tough loss 4-2 last night in Washington. They're in Tampa Bay tonight. Today on Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chet. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more. Digitex.ca. On the show today, we're going to go to Jack Michaels, Oilers play-by-play voice at 1235. We'll talk a little bit about what happened last night in Washington. Uh, one of those games where when you've won five in a row on the road and you go into the home of the defending Stanley Cup champions, um, I'm probably not picking you to keep winning in that situation on many nights. And I'm here to tell you, when you give up two goals in the first uh, five minutes and 44 seconds, I don't care if the fourth line scores them. I don't care if the third or second or first line scores them. You get down 2 nothing in that situation to watch it. It's awfully difficult to retrieve that game. Uh, I'll give the Oilers credit, right? It was 2-0 early, then it was 2-1, then it got down 3-1, you thought, ah, it might be over. Nah, they made it 3-2 and they hung around, you know? Uh, frankly, the fourth goal, I believe that was the Ovechkin goal, was it not? Uh, you know, a nice piece of luck. Uh, I think Talbot makes a save, hits two Oilers, goes right to the tape of maybe the best power play goal scorer, I don't know, in the history of the National Hockey League, maybe. Uh, all of a sudden, it's 4-2 and you're probably not getting that game back. So, you know what? There was a lot of times in very recent times, folks, 
or when the Edmonton Oilers got down two nothing less than six minutes into a game, uh, it wasn't worth watching the last part. I frankly was uh, for most of that game, you really had the feeling like the Oilers were, uh, you know, they were within striking distance because they were they were a goal behind for most of the game and uh, just had to chase it right from the start. Didn't win that one. Go into a tough Tampa rink tonight. Uh, Tampa Bay. Lightning are 10-3-1 first in the Atlantic. The Oilers now fall to 8-5-1. Uh, they're in a big group of teams, five clubs with 17 points in the West, but uh, doing fine. You know what? They're playing good hockey. Uh, again, a little bit let down by, well, their fourth line got scored on twice in the first 544, and, and I have to say their first uh, defensive pairing. We'll get into all that on the show today. Uh, we will talk your tech, take your text, excuse me, and call us on the Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063. That's brought to you by New Year's Eve at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Start the night with Live and Let Die, then stick around for an evening you'll never forget. Tickets at ticketmaster.ca. And, of course, text us at 630-630. That's our Heartland Fort Ford text line. Not your small-town dealership. With a huge new state-of-the-art facility, experience the difference at Heartland Ford. Brendan S. Scott, going to carry me through this one tonight. It's been a while, Brendan, for me since I hosted a show. I do a lot of flap my gums on the radio a lot, but it's a little different coming in and out all the time. Listen, no one's going to be Bob Stoffer. I just hope to be a semi-reasonable facsimile. Is that uh, too lofty a goal? Absolutely not. And I loved your tweet this morning. What was the result of that poll that you put out? We'll have to dig that up because I'd like to hear a tree planting story or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> funny, I got a text from Bob on that, but we both had a laugh together. Good. Listen, Bob and I have been taking it out of each other that way for oh, only about 25 years in this town. Uh, I like to think I'm one guy that can call Bob, and I know listening to the show that he's a, he's one guy that calls me out once in a while, and uh, Lord knows we all need it. We don't want our egos to get too big. <laughs> and uh, anyway, a lot of fun with Bob. A lot of fun to host a show. I haven't, uh, haven't been on the radio like this for a while, Brendan, and it should be fun. And, and you know what? It makes it a little bit better here. I think the Oilers are playing a stable brand of hockey. I like the way they're looking. I like the way they're playing. What do you think? It was. Uh, it's quite the contrast, I will say, from the start, the 0-2 start to the season when everybody was, you know, calling for the whole roster to get traded and Shirelli's head and McClellan's head and all the rest of it. To now, I mean, even in a loss last night, they still performed well, and that's sort of the the narrative that's that's uh, taken over to this point. So it is. It's exciting times to be a fan of this team and. <laughs> You know, when the irrational, uh, sometimes irrational, I'll say, uh, fan base has cooled off a little bit. A little yeah, more understanding. Exactly. Face-off show tonight at 4 o'clock with uh, Reed Wilkins and Robbie Brown. Uh, puck drops at 5.30 our time. Of course, that'll be Jack Michaels and Bob having the call. Bob, uh, I don't know if I even mentioned it. He's not feeling well. Needs a day off here. Uh, we're going to give him one. He's a hard-working guy. I know when you get in the road... You know, traveling and traveling and traveling, uh, you get sick and it's hard to shake it. So I have a little pregame nap, Bobby. We'll hear you at 5.30. A couple things in the world of hockey, actually a couple of big ones. Uh, I woke up this morning to find out that Joel Quenville, the second winningest coach in the history of the National Hockey League behind Scotty Bowman, uh, was fired by the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, that's a big one. I don't think... Uh, you know, I don't want to say it's like the Gretzky trade, but I wrote it on sportsnet.ca this morning and you know, players to this day, Brendan, they say if a, if a weird trade happens, they go, well, you know what? Gretzky got traded, so anyone can get traded. And I suspect when Joel Quenville gets fired, you know what? I think anyone can get fired. 
he had no hand in their lack of success to this point. You've got two players taking up, what, 20, $21 million of your salary cap, and, and they're getting up there. It had nothing to do with Quenville, in my opinion, anyway. And uh, he just ended up being the scapegoat. Now, I kind of heard rumblings of this. I'm sure you did as well, that it, this might be coming down the pipe, but for it to actually have happened, I'm blown away. Yeah, it's it's you know it's one of those things again. Once it finally occurs, it makes you shake your head. And you know what it teaches me, and and I think Oilers fans, you can apply this to your coach, and every fan can apply it to their coach. Uh, it a really good coach can squeeze the lemon a little harder than a not a very good coach. But in the end, even the best coach, if he doesn't have the horses, he doesn't win. You know, Joel Quenville, when he had the horses, he won three Stanley Cups. He helped an organization that because of the cap, they'd win a cup they had to rebuild. A couple of years later, they win another cup, they'd have to rebuild. So when he had the team, it kind of reminds me of um, Craig McTavish back in 2006. When he had a team, he knew exactly what to do with it, right? Took it to the Stanley Cup. Uh, any coach out there, if his GM doesn't give him the players, including Joel Quenville at this point in time, you know, that roster has deteriorated a little bit. There's no Marion Hosa there. Uh, Duncan Keith, you know, is a little older. By the end of this season, uh, I believe in November, Patrick Kane turns 30. I believe in April, uh, Jonathan Taze turns 31. So, you know, think about that order fan, right? By the time this season's over, the two guys that add up to $10.5 million in Chicago and have, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but several years left on their contracts, like five or six, um, those guys are going to be 30-31. Right, the two guys you have in Edmonton under exactly the same number, 21 million between them, with a ton of time left on both their deals. That's Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle. When this season ends, I think they're going to be 21 and 22. So they're just not—they're not in their prime yet. I don't think Connor McDavid's in his prime. When does he enter his prime? I don't know what the right. I don't know what the physiologists would define as a hockey player's prime. As a hockey writer, I'm going to say you start to hit your prime about 23, and you probably stay in it till about 28 or 29. Maybe, Brendan, is that a fair recollection? I'd say that's a fair assessment. You might even kick that back a year and say at 22-ish. How could you look at Connor right now and say that he's not okay. in his prime with that, that level of production? If he's not, well, the rest of the league should be terrified. <laughs> that is fair. So the point I'm making is uh, it's hard to coach that team when the two, you know, when 10.5 times two uh, is held onto by two older players. Now, Patrick Kane is still exceptionally productive. Jonathan Tave a couple years, not so great. Um, but he's coming back this year. He's having a better year. So Joel Quenville out. Jeremy Colleton, the youngest coach currently now in the National Hockey League at age 33, steps behind the bench for the Chicago Blackhawks. We'll talk a little bit about the poor Ottawa Senators and their Uber situation. Uh, I'll tell you what, the hockey gods are just piling on that organization now. I mean... You know, we get on teams when they draft bad, right? You draft bad, you make your own bed. You make bad trades, you make your own bed. You hire the wrong people, you make your own bed. Some Uber driver in Phoenix decides to release an in, you know, a, a, a in-car video. No one's ever heard of this happening anywhere. It's not the Ottawa Senators' fault. It doesn't make them an incompetent franchise. It's not. Pat Quinn used to say, it's not their fault. 
However, it is their problem. So we'll uh, we'll delve into. Uh, I think they they had practice this morning, Brendan, and uh, there's been a bunch of apologies and a bunch of we're going to be stronger for this going forward. Uh, you think that they're going to be stronger for this going forward? I I don't want to see them make any sort of reactionary decision to that, and I don't think that they will. There, I was reading some things online today that says uh, Boucher's uh, head might be on the block now as the coach of that team, and I don't think that's necessary. You you look at any any former hockey player that took to Twitter after that leaked, and they're all saying that happens on every single team. Every team, no matter how well they're doing, there's somebody sitting in a cab venting somewhere. Yeah. And uh, though I haven't been there, of course, I completely can understand that that's the case I, I am flabbergasted more than anything that the uber driver took that and put it online and i'd like to know how much money he got from tmz for doing so yeah this is a problem uh for uber frankly because there's a lot of people in a lot of other professions and uh, you know professionals all over the world who frankly I, and i hope i'm not online is saying this but we often i take uber now on the road all the time when i travel i very seldom step in a cab uh, but socially, many of the times we take an Uber, Brendan, is because we've had a couple drinks and we don't want to drive and we're being responsible. So we're out having fun. We might have had a drink. We're with our friends. We're loosened up. We're talking off the cuff. Uh, this changes this release of this video. You know, whether I, I believe it is considered legal in Arizona, uh, it changes the entire Uber landscape for a lot of people. Yeah, you can't. I mean, there's always that worry with technology anyway, but that's just another aspect that you've piled on top of it. And Boom. I would not want to be a professional athlete at this, the way that the world is right now, because number one, I feel like a lot of people are out to get you, uh, you know, be it for things in your personal life or what have you. I think you're, you're constantly under the microscope and they have been for a long time. But now more so than ever, can you get caught in a tripwire? And it is just unbelievable to see that there's new ways that this is happening. I want to say this, and then we're going to move on. We'll, we'll revisit this with some of our guests on the show uh, and see what other people think about it. Um, you know, I've heard coaches talk about players uh, far worse, frankly, uh, than that. And players do it. But I want to say this. Matt Duchesne was in that van, and there was a couple of very young players in that van. And they were, you know, obviously they'd been out to dinner wherever they were. I'm going to say I don't love that leadership. I'm going to say that as a veteran player, we're not creating much of a culture in a, in a team that, that is struggling with its culture. It's struggling with, you know, that all-for-one uh, feeling that it takes for a team to get out of, war, you know, the hole that the Senators are in. I'm not loving that Matt Duchesne's sitting in a, you know, vehicle with some very young players like Alex Formanton and carving up the coaching staff. I get guys do that. I don't think that's what I call leadership. No, uh, I agree. I, I completely agree. And you're, you're talking about uh, leadership core who is, you know, segueing to a younger leadership core. You've got Thomas Shabbat, you've got Colin White, yeah. and you've got Alex Formanton. Those are three huge pillars of the next part of this franchise. And they're getting uh, a kind of this toxic culture. Just yep. keep stirring the pot, I suppose. So, yeah, I agree with that completely. No, that's not leadership for me. All right, uh, let's talk about what we got in the show today. We've got at 1235, orders play-by-play voice Jack Michaels will join us. We'll ask him what he thinks about this. He's been around the old ECHL and probably a few sketchy cab rides in his day. Uh, 105, Joel Smith from the Athletic Tampa Bay. Uh, an old friend of mine, he's covered the Tampa Bay Lightning for many, many years. He's got his finger on the pulse down there. And at 135, 
Uh, Brennan spoke with Oil Kings assistant coach Luke Pierce. Uh, we'll give you that interview. We'll catch up on the Edmonton Oil Kings. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And when we get back from the break, we'll go through the Oilers lines and the Tampa Bay lineup tonight. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Mark Spector. You're listening to Oilers now. Brendan Escott's on the other side of the glass from me. And we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on tonight in Tampa Bay. I want to tell you too, though, uh, we're missing Bob Stoffer. Anyone just tuning in right now? Bob's, uh, well, he's under the weather. It's a long run. Needs a day off. He's got to healthy up. He's been carrying something for quite a while. I told him last week he should take a couple days off, Brendan, but uh, Bob doesn't listen much when it comes to taking a day off. you got to say, he's a hardworking guy. Uh, Stoffer Inspector every Tuesday for Horse Racing Alberta, featuring live standard bread racing every Friday and Saturday at Northlands Park, that new track out by the airport. Oof, coming up fast. Every time I go to the airport, there it is. Uh, and hopefully we can keep uh, this awesome relationship alive with Horse Racing Alberta. They employ 7,000 people in the Alberta horse racing industry. Good time to get to NHL today. It is for Elite Promotional Marketing. So nine games in all tonight on the NHL schedule. The Oilers and Lightning, of course, battling in Tampa Bay. That game on 6.30. Chad face-off show at 4 o'clock. And puck drop at 5.30. Lightning uh, D-man Victor Hedman and forward Andre Palat did not skate this morning. Both were injured in a game uh, against Vegas last month. So not sure whether they'll draw into the lineup. Maybe we can get to that a little bit later on here. Elsewhere, the Golden Knights visit the Leafs. Max Pacioretty is set to return in that game. The Habs play the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. Ottawa entertains New Jersey, and the Canucks are in Detroit. The Canucks without Brock Besser, who is missing tonight's game with a groin injury. Senators forward Brady Kachuk skated with the team this morning wearing a full contact jersey and is reportedly very close to returning. Thank goodness for them. They need some good news. Uh, he did miss the last eight games with a torn ligament in his leg. Matt Borowiecki will miss tonight's game, not for a suspension, but with an upper body injury. The news of the day, obviously, the firing of Blackhawks uh, head coach Joel Quenville, the longest tenured head coach in the NHL to that point. Ten years and three Stanley Cups, I believe, is the official total. And uh, this broke as we were doing the show yesterday. Jets forward Brendan Lemieux suspended two games for his hit to the head of Panthers forward Vinny Trocek. Finally, Edmonton Oil Kings forward Trey Fix Olansky had an assist in Team WHL's 2-1 win last night at the CIBC Canada-Russia Series in Kamloops. Game two tonight in Langley, BC. Thanks, Brennan. Uh, let's do the Tampa Bay lines first because we're going to spend some time talking about the orders here. Let's get Tampa uh, quickly listed out of the way. These are the uh, lightning lines we're going to get tonight. Uh, you're going to see uh, Miller 
and Kucherov with Stamkos in the middle. You're going to see Yanni Gordon, a left wing. Of course, he just signed a new six-year $31 million deal. He'll be on the line with Braden Point. That's a leading scorer, 17 points for Tampa. And Johnson, Tyler Johnson on the right side. Uh, third line from left to right, Kaloran, Sorelli, and Joseph. And the fourth line has Cedric Paquette between Callahan and Ernie. Vasilevsky goes in goal. Uh, looks like the pairings are McDonough and Strawman, uh, coach and Girardi, and <laughs> Braden Coburn still kicking around the league. He's a good man. And uh, Sergachev, a guy that was close to ending up in uh, possibly in Edmonton, but uh, then Jesse Pogliarvi came along instead. So that's your Tampa Bay lineup. Let's talk about the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, here's a few things. We're, we're not positive what's going on because we know um, Todd McClellan said this morning they did not have a morning skate in Tampa, the Edmonton Oilers. So here's what we know. Miko Koskinen gets the starting goal for the Oilers. Uh, second end of a back-to-back. That's uh, a good sign for the Oilers that they have actually a backup you put in now that you're quite confident in the way he's been playing. He'll get the start in goal. Uh, what what McClellan said for sure was Ty Ratty was going to draw back in and Kyler Yamamoto was going to draw back in in the forward lines. Where they go, we're not so sure about that. So I'm going to give you the lines from last night. Uh, pretty standard. You're going to know them off by heart. Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, and Kajula. Reader, Dreisaitl, and Chasson. Uh, Lucic on the third line with Stroman Pugliarvi. That line had a they murdered the other guys at possession last night. Uh, eventually, it better start going in. But you know what? That line is doing everything it can do uh, without scoring goals. And again, okay, that's great. We're 14 games in the season. We could use some goals here. Uh, and the fourth line, living and dying with these guys, Kara, Brodziak, and Cassian. They were real good in Detroit. Uh, they did not get the job done last night in Washington. That's just... You know, when you give up two in the first six minutes on basically your first two shifts, uh, that doesn't go well. Your pairings tonight are going to be uh, Oscar Clefbaum, of course, with Larson on the first uh, pairing. The, they had a slow start last night. I believe they were both minus two last night. Nurse and Russell on the second pairing. Uh, Matt Benning's going to go tonight, but it appears that Kevin Gravel gets in. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Uh, the last pairing last night was Garrison and Benning. I'm going to guess that Garrison comes out and Gravel comes in tonight. Uh, McClellan said that Gravel's going to play, so someone's coming out. So let's talk now about what we think the lines might be. Uh, I'm going to guess. Who do you think? Uh, is it fair to say, Brendan, that uh, it's probably likely Garrison steps out of the lineup tonight? Yeah, he just, I don't think he has the foot speed, honestly, to keep up with the Tampa Bay attack. And Tampa Bay is firing on all cylinders this year. I can't see him skating with somebody like a Braden Point or whatever. Yeah, well, it's a tough chore, so that is fair. Uh, and then a right winger comes in in uh, Yamamoto. I suppose he can play either side because he's a pretty skilled cat. Um, I'm not breaking up my first line, RNH, McDavid, and Kajula. I'm not breaking that line up. And I don't think I break up the reader Dreisaitl, Chason line at this point. Uh, Chason is a guy that has scored far above his pay grade here, uh, and his shooting percentage has been like 50%. It's been out of this world. Uh, that can't last. Uh, but I don't think I pull him out of my lineup, Brennan, until I start to see that it isn't lasting. 
you can't take him out for not scoring a goal in one game in a row, can you? Absolutely not. <laughs> and I think that they're trying to get him comfortable in that first power play unit from what I saw yesterday, which is something that a lot of people on the uh, the Heartland Ford text line have been calling for for a long time. So yep. there's no way he comes out. Yeah, uh, that was the uh, news last night. The first power play unit, uh, he, uh, Alex Chasson, uh, takes the spot of Milan Lucic, and that is something that's been talked about in this town for a long time. Uh, third line, Lucic, Strom, Pogliarvi. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I thought Pogliarvi didn't have much of an effect on the game last night. That line was excellent. Uh, and, you know, let's dig in a little bit on Lucic and Strom. Uh, Strom doesn't have a point yet this year. He's playing well. But at a certain point, and I think we've reached that point, you can't be named Ryan Strom, be playing well, and not have a point. If you don't have a point, you're not playing well enough. I think that's fair. I don't think that's too expectant of me to say that. Uh, And Milan Lucic, he's defying one of hockey's oldest cliches, Brendan. Uh, For me, Milan Lucic is the guy that says, I'm getting the chances. I'm happy with my game. It's going to start going in. I'm getting the chances. It's going to... We've heard this for 100 years in hockey. Well, I'm here to tell you he's got two goals in his last 60 games. Two more grade A chances last night didn't go in. Uh, At some point, it's got to start going in or we'll... You know, I think it's fair to say at $6 million, your name's Milan Lucic. We know you can score. We're starting to say that maybe chances aren't enough. Maybe some production is required. Is that fair? Yeah, he uh, at that price tag, I mean, he does provide value in the sense that he's out there policing things, but uh, you need more out of him, and that's as cut and dry as it's going to get. Right, so they got to get Yamamoto into the lineup tonight uh, somewhere, and uh, we'll see exactly how the head coach figures out who else is getting in tonight. Uh, but right now, we're at the bottom of the hour. We're going to go to a 6.30 Ched Global Newsroom update with I- Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.